Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for our bonus episode this holiday season. We're going to be doing a bonus episode of covers. And it is in, you know, we wanted to just talk about some of the charity shows that are going around. And if you don't, if you're not in our town and coming to our charity shows, go to the ones in your town. <laughs> and if you don't have one, then maybe this will give you the inspiration to be the one that sets it up. There's a lot of good things yeah. that can be done at this time of year. Some people get so focused, in my opinion, on the over-commercialization and some negative things about the holiday season. But when you kind of sift through all of that and see the, the forest through the trees, as it were, uh, there's a lot of things that can be done. Obviously, doing those things throughout the year is great, but at least uh, this time of year is filled with those type of things, and we're going to get into those things. So, yeah. Eric, let's uh, we'll talk about those as we get into it. This is a music show, so I don't know. The, I think you were mentioning a charity show on the last episode. I'm going to mention the Friendsmas as yes. CJ uh, when we did the Revenge of the Covers episode over on Punkanoi Worldwide, so you can go check out those cover tracks. Eric and I are doing completely different cover tracks, nothing the same. Uh, and we will be As if they were the same anyway. Right, <laughs> yes, they are definitely different. But we will be talking about uh, that Friendsmas as well. Uh, one of the reasons why I started doing, not specific to the covers episode, but I've done a yearly covers episode when CJ joins. Uh, it's fun because that's the theme of those bands. So, you're up. Okay, I'm up. Yes, I got a, uh, I got a couple of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a couple of uh, benefit shows that are coming up in this month. The first of which is a uh, fundraiser for your mom's house. Yeah, your mom's house. They are a, uh, they are a bunch of punks living in one house, and they can't necessarily afford a. Uh, primary maintenance <laughs> so and spencer from narc he was talking to me about doing a benefit show of wanting to do a benefit show anyway for to kind of help uh, raise money for repairs needed to be done on the house and the venue as a whole so that's what this uh that's what this uh, charity event is cool then yeah narc will be playing along with snake eyes ribbons elaine in the chain horrible penny and Mariel Cropped, and that's going to be their first show. That's uh, And, yeah, that's going to be an expected $10 donation at your mom's house. If you don't know where that is, ask a punk, man. They know <laughs> where it is. Right. Okay. And the, uh, the, yeah, the second uh, benefit show I want to talk about will take place on the – oh, by the way, that, uh, that your mom's house benefit show takes place on the 10th. The 10th. <laughs> so the next one on the 16th – is the is my friend Parker McIntyre. He's doing his an, annual anti-Christmas suicide prevention benefit show. Cool. That's the fifth one that he has done. My band has played on it uh, last year, and it was it was a fun time. Fun show, great cause, and and yeah, it's always around the holiday season that these feelings of uh, you know isolation. Suicidal thoughts, depression, they skyrocket because everyone right. around you has is surrounded by people that they love and is just 
all the goodwill towards men, and you are just unhappy. Right. Sucks. It sucks being in that. Uh, <clears throat> it sucks being in that position. So it's nice to know that there is a uh, benefit show that is, you know, raising money for suicide awareness. Is going to the. I don't know where exactly it's uh, going to be going to. Probably the, you know, suicide prevention hotline. Cool. But yep, that show will consist of uh, Captain Daniels and the Sunnybrook Sailors. They play it every year because, well, that's Parker's band. Of course, he's <laughs> going to play it every year. But also will be. Uh, the uh, SLC Thrash Stalwarts Death Blow and the lovely Rugged Ulteriors and Death Metal Saviors Sacrilegion and Violent Unrest. Oh, God, their music is violent, but they are such gentle people. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be at Aces High Saloon. It starts at 8 p.m. And like I said, please bring some donations. And finally, on the uh, 31st, New Year's Eve, there's going to be a benefit show at your mom's house once again. It is a show that I, along with a couple other of my friends, have put on. And it's going to be the uh, New Year's Eve show, but also Halloween Redemption show. Okay. Because, you know, on Halloween, I played a show, got unplugged. That, right. whole, fucking, that whole fucking story. <laughs> so this was kind of a thing that me and my friend came up with, like, a, yeah, let's do a New Year's Eve show. And then my other friend hit me up saying she wanted to throw a birthday party for her brother because he never really had one, at least not in the last uh, couple years. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do it. You know, let's get this show together. We'll make that as a birthday party. It's a secret because you got you got to be surprised. He doesn't listen <laughs> to this podcast, so I can say it. But but yeah, that, like I said, that's going to be on uh, New Year's Eve. I got a bunch of bands together, procured the place at your mom's house, and we have a benefit, and we are putting it as a benefit show for Rough Haven, and that is, you know, my friend and his sister, uncles. A charity program to help relocate pets who are, you know, in abusive families. Awesome. It's a good cause. Yeah, or just abandoned. But yeah, that's that's the idea. Because you got to love the little furry creatures. Agreed. Come on. <laughs> and nobody wants to have an abandoned pet. No, no pet wants to be abandoned on Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. Just after Christmas when you uh, give it to him as a gift and realize you don't want it anymore. <laughs> oh, God. If, yeah. In all seriousness, fuck you if you do that. Come on. You don't just give a dog or a cat or a, a fucking parakeet or a goldfish as a gift and just leave it at that. No, that's a, you're not just giving your kid or you're not giving your loved one or friend that. You're giving them a responsibility. Right. <laughs> you're giving them another life to take care of. It's like you're not going to... You're not going to give someone a baby for Christmas. It's like, hey, I, I adopted this baby in your name. Merry Christmas. Man, that'd be fucked up, wouldn't it? Yeah, it certainly would. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, all proceeds will be donated to uh, Rough Haven. Leave, celebrate for the animals. Come on. Anyway, like I said, I will be playing it as uh, the band Anonymous. Joining us will be Goat Sifter, Marine Corps, Suffocator, Badmouth, and Skullfuck. We're going to start this uh, gig up at 5 p.m., and it's going to be a party. It's awesome. going to be fun. Happy New Year, everybody, and happy birthday. Oosh. 
uh, my friend who shall remain nameless, just to be safe. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some music. We'll play some music. Uh, you're up first with a cover. What cover? And I mean, it's a great choice, but I'm going to let you get into it. Yeah, it is a great choice. And uh, the first couple of songs that I uh, chose, I chose them, if not for the sheer uh, uh, shtick of it all. <laughs> we'll get into the... We'll get into the first one here. The first one is Ramones, and they are covering the Ramones, as in R-A-M-O-N-E-S. R-A-M-O-N-E-S. Ramones. <laughs> that song was not written by the Ramones. In fact, it was written by Motorhead. Right. It was written by Motorhead, and because Lemmy, he loves the Ramones. He's got nothing but good things to say about them. He loved them so much that he decided to write an anthem in their honor. And that is R-A-M-O-N-E-S. And the Ramones, before they decided to, uh, you know, putt out of the uh, music scene entirely in the early 90s, they released that a cover of that song on their last album, Adios Amigos. Because, yeah, what a way to go out. It's like, yeah, bands wrote songs about us. <laughs> and this is our way of uh, kind of giving back that we heard your song, we heard your tribute to us, and we love you for that. This is us uh, doing our version. Now that's, and that's pretty much what a cover is. So here is the Ramones playing the Ramones by Motorhead. <laughs> Yes, even with uh, Joey singing it, you can hear Lemmy behind it because that's sort of his uh, style of uh, singing. He says a couple lines, then there's a big old pause, then another couple lines and a big old pause. Joey is a little more uh, fluent. He's, uh, he's kind of got his uh, lines all stringed together very carefully. <laughs> so just hearing uh, Joey si singing in that uh, stop-and-go style is pretty bizarre. <laughs> pretty bizarre hearing, but... So that's the kind of way where you can tell this isn't a Ramon song, it's a Motorhead song, or not necessarily a Motorhead song. We just know it is because they wrote it. Right. <laughs> the only thing absent from that is uh, the gravelly voice <laughs> and the uh, equally gravelly bass tone. <laughs> yeah, just to hear uh, God, Joey Ramon saying it in any other style, it'd be incredibly weird. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. The farming industry, lad. Yeah. <laughs> now I leave that to when the casualties covered Ramones. <laughs> I've seen Betty a Ramones song covered by many a band, and some of them are good, some of them forgettable. 
But yeah, the amount of times I've seen Blitzkrieg bot covered. Right. I've seen the casualties do it. I've seen Agnostic Front do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a few others. But point is the Ramones, they're, uh, yeah, they're the fucking Ramones. They were, at, they were there at the beginning. The, arguably, they are the founders of punk rock. Many people have said that. And I'm like, well, it's all up for debate at that point. But who gives a shit where it started? The point is it happened and we are happy for it. Awesome. So yeah, that's a... Yeah, not a bad way to start this episode with the first. Right? <laughs> That's the quotes, first punk band. <laughs> well, the next one I picked, so uh, the, the four covers that I picked for this episode are actually all covers released in 2022. Uh, this one was released about a month ago, maybe a little less than a month ago, and the band is called Skin Sex. They're from Germany. Uh, the track is called Kein Fußball in Qatar. <laughs> okay. Fußball in Qatar. <laughs> The track, the original track, though, was done by Vanilla Muffins, which no football in my car. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Okay, so uh, Arthur and the Spooners from Germany, I think they did a cover, and that was the first place I heard it. Funny enough, I didn't hear the Vanilla Muffins the, origi- uh, f- the first time I heard this song, but have since heard it. I have the, the record. Love Vanilla Muffins, fantastic band. They're from Switzerland. Anyway, this was released probably for the same reason that I'm going to play it. It's World Cup time. This holiday season, it is the World Cup, and we are now just past the round of 16, heading into uh, semi, no, quarterfinals, the eight. So, and already an upset, right? Not here to discuss specifics in the World Cup, but why I picked this track is because it is World Cup time. No football in my car. I believe that's why they kicked it off and did this cover, or at least did the cover and released it at this time. So let's get into the skin sex covering vanilla muffins. Kein Fußball in Qatar. Okay. 
Vanilla muffins originally did that nice. in English, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure that uh, anybody speaking German, you could attest it probably sounds just as glorious. Uh, I liked it. World Cup time, you don't always get the World Cup around the holidays, and you know what? If you don't want to watch uh, other things that might be going on, there's fucking World Cup going on. Yep. <laughs> it's the precursor to the Super Bowl. Yes. Yep, at least we always get our football in uh, winter, right? Not like I give a shit, but... Right. <laughs> but yeah, this is yeah, this is pretty funny. We have two different versions of football going on at the same time now. We do. Enjoy the World Cup. That was uh, Skin Sex. Go check it out. Go check out the original by Vanilla Muffins. Eric, let's do some more music. You're up. All right, here is a part two of a band whose cover I chose strictly for the, strictly for the gimmick. <laughs> Now, I'm talking about the band Hatebreed. Back in 2009, they released an album called For the Lions. It was just a, it was just a bunch of cover songs, and they covered quite a bit. They did Ghost of War by Slayer. They did Escape by Metallica. They did Set It Off by Madball. Thirsty and Miserable by Black Flag. All I Had I Gave by Crowbar. It's the Limit by Cro-Mags. Super Touched by Bad Brains. <laughs> Man, they went. Uh, they were going all out. They had a lot of. Uh, they had a lot of influences. You get a lot of punk, a lot of hardcore, and a lot of metal up in this uh, <clears throat> up in this little uh, compilation. And I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this. <laughs> you may have heard of a song by The Misfits that is uh, called Mommy Can I Go Out and Kill Tonight, which is an <laughs> awesome song, by the way. But what I'm going to be talking about is Hate Breeders. <laughs> yeah, Hate Breeders. Hate Breed covering a Misfits song might as well be Hate Breeders. Why? Because why not? Right? Of course. Of course they will. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I couldn't resist this because it's a great cover. And it's just funny to hear, much like the Ramones, you know, writing, uh, covering a song that was written about them. <laughs> but, you know, hey, Breed, I can't, I can't help but feel, I don't know too much about their history, if they actually named themselves after this song. I might do some research on that as the song is planned. Okay. <laughs> See if that was the reason, or if that had a part in the choosing of this song. Other than the fact that, hey, Breed is a great song. Misfits are a great band. Um were a great band <laughs> and hate breed is still a great band so let's listen to hate breed playing hate breeders
Okay, yes. That is the reason they named themselves Hatebreed. Was it? It was. Wow. <laughs> I looked it up. I checked some sources. Yep. That is their, that is their words. They well, loved. it makes sense why they would have covered that song. Exactly. Other than the other obvious reason. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that these are all awesome. Yes. You know, it's pretty funny hearing a band like Hatebreed cover a band like the Misfits. It almost sounds very uh, street punk. Right? You know, because... Even street punk, despite the aggression, they do have those background oohs and ahs in there. Like, yeah, like you can listen to any casualties or unseen song, and they have that sort of a melody back there, but it's not in the forefront. Misfits, it was all melody. <laughs> I mean, Glenn Danzig, he was a huge Elvis fan, uh, but we won't talk about that covers album he did. <laughs> oh, God. I almost said, wanted to pull something from that record just to, you know, just to laugh at it. But, oh, man, they're so bad. <laughs> they're so bad. But anything that the Misfits does when it comes to covering the 50s, even Monster Mash is just passable. But the rest is just so bizarrely bad. <laughs> oh, God. The, so, yeah, I didn't opt for uh, that one. But when other bands cover the Misfits, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it is pretty awesome. It's more of them we could get out of the Misfits nowadays. <laughs> well, I haven't seen them live. My friends have seen them. Like they, my roommate, he went and saw them back at the uh, last uh, Riot Fest, and he said it was sad. <laughs> you could just tell they were so tired and just not into it, and they're just like phoning it in. I'm like, well, glad I didn't shell out 300 bucks for that. Sorry, right. dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, there you go. Hate breed playing hate breeders. <laughs> Well, uh, right before my track, I'm going to mention again, Friendsmas Eve, if you're in Salt Lake City or anywhere near it on Saturday, December 17th, head over to Urban Lounge. A uh, bunch of great bands doing cover tracks, including CJ's band, Racist Kramer, and then uh, Cop Drama Fail to Follow, Damn Dirty Vultures, Pirates of the Promised Land, and it benefits Utah Domestic Violence Coalition. I think last year he said he, they raised like around 20 grand or something like that. It was a shit ton of money. They get cool prizes for the raffles. I'm going to talk about it more here in a minute. On to my cover. The band Roughed Up, they are awesome, uh, great band. King and Council's EP they released, I believe it was like April of this year. Great four tracks, three originals, plus a cover. Uh, I love the band Oxymoron, and they covered Oxymoron. And they covered one of my favorite tracks from Oxymoron. The whole world is going insane, so I figured... Why not? I have to play this. It's new. It was cool. I just played King and Council or a track off of King and Council from Roughed Up uh, like a month or so ago. And I wanted to play this, but I thought, you know what? We're going to have some cover stuff coming up. Put it off to the side. So here we go. Let's get into a cover of Oxymoron. The whole world is going insane by Roughed Up.
you familiar with the original? Yes, I am. Okay. Oxymoron is, uh, oh man, those guys are brutal. And they are amazing. Fuck, I love that band. Uh, great band. And what did you think of the cover? Yeah, the cover was, uh, what shall we say, a bit more subdued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a different band, different style. So, yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it is getting the same uh, point across, just not the same aggression. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I can't say which is uh, better, but, hey, that's what makes it so interesting, right? And to answer the question, yes, I think the whole world is going insane. <laughs> oh, it is? Wow. Shit, I got to pay more attention. <laughs> uh, good stuff. On to the next. We're at the midway point of the show. Thank you for tuning in, hearing us talk about and listen to some great covers. Thank you for listening to us with this holiday season. Eric, what do you have for this one? Oh, I have one that's a bit of an, bit of an interesting uh, cover, and I'd say interesting in the fact that this is done by a metal band. Okay. Not, not just any metal band. I'm talking about the beta version of Lamb of God. That was Burn the Priest. Burn the Priest, if you know Lamb of God's history, that was what the precursor was to what eventually became said band. Cool. And Burn the Priest was definitely a bit more on the uh, death metal side of things. They were still like, you can still hear the little uh, intricacies that would turn into Lamb of God's uh, uh, signature sound. But the thing was, like, uh, Burn the Priest, they uh, went by the wayside and became Lamb of God, and they were never to be seen or heard from again until 2019 when they released an album called Legion XX, and that was their 20-year anniversary since the release of their self-titled debut. And they decided, yeah, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to release an album entirely of covers. Cool. And all, if not most, no, most if not all, were punk rock covers. That's fantastic. So if you're not familiar with Burn the Priest, I assume you are familiar with Lamb of God and how they sound. I know I played them on uh, the punk cast a few times. The thing is, while they are, yeah, on the surface, a metal band, they have a lot of hardcore and punk rock influences, particularly from Randy. He is a hardcore kid at heart. He is he cites bands like Black Flag and Bad Brains and his in his uh, repertoire of influence. And you can get that with the way he uh, just acts and just uh, presents himself on stage and just how he moves around and goes crazy and of course, just how he sounds. He's got a very unique voice. He's yelling like a hardcore guy, but it's gravelly like a metal kid. So it's, he's walking that nice fine line, <laughs> which makes Lamb of God such an interesting, an interesting band and one of the best metal bands on this planet. Yeah, I'm saying that objectively. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but we're not talking about Lamb of God. We're talking about Burn the Priest, and we're not even talking about their music. We're talking about a cover that they did. So what would you expect a death metal band to cover as a, uh, you know, a punk cover? Well, they covered The Accused. They covered Cro-Mags. But then they also covered Ministry. They covered the Melvins. And, yeah, these are, like, uh, really kind of... Uh, on the surface, out of nowhere, <laughs> covers to do. But probably the funniest one, not even the funniest one, well, it was funny at first, just me thinking that a band like Randy Bly would be covering this in the style that he does, which is the Bad Brains, Eye Against Eye. 
And if you know the Bad Brains, you know they sound nothing like <laughs> Randy Blythe. Right. Or just that band in general. So just to hear this, uh, the metal, the metallic version of Eye Against Eye was, yeah, that was enough to uh, devote my time and devote my eardrums. So hopefully you don't want to fast forward through this track just based on what I told you. But I can just hope that you guys are waiting with bated breath. At the edge of your seat, you're just waiting for that little So let's go right into it.
Yeah, there we go with the intro and everything. <laughs> so yeah, pretty pretty interesting how he's uh, going about that one, especially in the spoken word parts. He just gets a little more ominous, a little more dreary, you know. Whereas HR, when he was doing it, he's still got that bit of a playful demeanor, you know. He's like, I go against I. <laughs> so yeah, it's still. Yeah, still the same song, same energy, just a different style. And and yeah, Randy Bly, he knows how to hold it. He knows how to hold down the punk ethos in pretty much all pretty much all his uh, musical endeavors. I remember when I met him doing a he was doing a reading of his uh, Dark Days uh, autobiography, and when I met him, I was wearing my Bad Brain shirt, and he looked at me. He's like, <laughs> "Nice." <laughs> that song, Attitude, that would, that's the song that helped me get through being locked up. And I was like, oh, yeah? That, yeah, that and Rise Above by Black Flag. And I had just gotten my Rise Above tattoo. I was like, oh, funny you should mention that. And then I showed him the ink. He's like, oh, dude, dude, you know what's up. And when he signed my book, he uh, wrote, we got that attitude nice. in there. I was like, yep, that's one of my, that's just such a great moment. Just a fun time. Fun cool. time to be had by all. So yeah, there you go. Burn the Priest playing Eye Against Eye. Bet you didn't expect that, did you? But I will uh, check out the whole album. But the next the next song I would uh, garner checking out that is the next weirdest is Jesus Built My Hot Rod from <laughs> yeah, by Ministry with, uh, oh God, what's his name from uh, the Butthole Surfers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I can't I remember, remember the name. I don't remember his name either. It's very specific. I know it's on the tip of my tongue, but he was doing all the rambling and weird, just those weird little uh, lines in that song. God, I can't remember his name, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> so, so yeah, they covered, and Bird the Priest covered that. Very interesting. Very weird. Yeah, a bit of a discerning taste, to say the least. <laughs> well, next up, uh, I've got the band, The Beaters Band, out of Italy. We've played them a handful of times. That's what they do. They do cover stuff, all sorts of cover stuff. We did Nightmare on Elm Street around Halloween. Uh, they just put out Volume Tray about a month ago, also on November 15th. And they did a whole bunch of tracks, tracks from band, you know, Elvis. You were talking about Elvis earlier, so they did a cover yeah. of Elvis, The Ronettes. Uh, Del Shannon, Dusty Springfield, Eddie Cochran, The Trogs, Conway Twitty, and Jackie DeShannon. Uh, so uh, a lot of good stuff. The tracks, if you're curious on what you'll find on Volume Trait, Burning Love, Be My Baby, Run Away, I Only Want to Be With You, Come On Everybody, It's Only Make Believe, and When You Walk in the Room, uh, that particular track is the Jackie DeShannon I believe, and they did a music video for that, so you can go also see the video. I just enjoy a lot of them. I like Burning Love's probably my favorite Elvis song, and so I thought about doing that one, but I thought, you know what? I haven't played the Trogs or anybody doing Wild Thing ever, so guess what? That's what we're going to do. So off of the volume tray from the Beaters Band, they're going to cover that song from the mid-'60s by the Trogs, Wild thing. I'm sure you've heard it at sporting events and several other places, and other people have covered it, especially Sam Kinison. I think that's one of the more infamous <laughs> versions. <laughs> I heard uh, Jimi Hendrix cover it. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, I know that that was the song he was playing the day he set his guitar on fire on stage. Wow. And I'm pretty sure the, uh, why can't I remember the fucking name? Oh, Pure Hell. Okay. I'm pretty sure they covered that one in their weird format. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. we'll see what you think wild of thing. the Beaters band doing Wild Thing. Italians, the beater band, beaters band. Sorry, not bad, not bad, right? I like it. She got a good voice, and I, I like the other covers. You know, a lot of those. I think most of those are probably like '60s, maybe '70s tracks. I don't know the dates on all of them, but a lot of older stuff. But they did a lot of cool, cool tracks there. So, yeah, get out and check out Volume Trey. Uh, I like the Burning Love. Like I said, that's that's my favorite Elvis song. Not that I have like. A lot of Elvis songs, I just like, uh, there's one or two. And uh, that one's one, but so many other uh, cool tracks that they covered on there. So get out there, check it out. That was Wild Thing from the Trogs. Eric, we're getting close to the end, I suppose. Only a couple tracks left, so what do you got? Well, I got a cover song from Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, Dropkick Murphys. And you're probably wondering, which one? <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Dropkick Murphys, they have covered so many songs from so many different bands. Their, their singles compilation, Volume 2, is nothing but cover songs. And they've covered, like, uh, they covered Taking Care of Business by Backman Turner Overdrive. They've covered both 
DNT, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, and It's a Long Way to the Top, all by ACDC. Yeah, Dirty Deeds, I saw them play in that song live with members of Flog and Molly. And awesome. that was pretty rad. That, is, that would be. Oh, yeah. it's quite. They got quite a catalog of uh, cover songs. And, of course, the most, some of the most uh, recognizable is their uh, cover of Amazing Grace. And they've also covered uh, CCR, Fortunate Son. Cool. And they also covered a, sl- a slur of Clash songs. They've covered some, uh, oh, God. Eh, never mind. <laughs> they, <laughs> on to the next. Yeah, on to the next. And they covered Rocky Road to Dublin, the old classic Irish folk song, really set, uh, really uh, brought forth, brought forth in all of its, uh, in all of its uh, fame by the Dubliners. Right. <laughs> classic Irish folk band. Yep. So yeah, even there's even the song. Uh, this is a. This is another cool story that I have of seeing Dropkick Murphys live. They played the song Iron Chin, which is a cover of Al Barr's old band, The Bruisers. Now, the story of Iron Chin is that's technically a cover song in and of itself. Because when Al Barr, uh, back in the the days when he was singing in The Bruisers, they were putting on a show with Agnostic Front. So you had the street skins from Boston and the street skins from New York. It was... uh, it was a fight to be had, <laughs> but they didn't fight. They were cool with each other. And Al Barr was watching, uh, was watching Agnostic Front uh, warm up and do sound check, and they were playing this song, and he had heard it played a couple of times, and he asked Vinny, like, why don't you guys ever play that song? And Vinny's like, oh, that's not really a song. That's just what we play when we warm up. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you like it? Do you want it? Uh, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> and that's how Iron Chin was born. <laughs> Nice. And I saw Dropkick Murphys back in uh, Punk Rock Bowling of uh, 2015. Uh, Agnostic Front was added on sort of last minute to the festival lineup because Discharge dropped. I'm not sure exactly why, but the fact was, like, you have Dropkick Murphys, you have Al Barr, and you have Vinny Stigma in the same festival. So what does Vinny Stigma do? He comes out on stage and they are singing Iron Chin together. That's awesome. I'm like, oh, that is beautiful. The OG singer of the Bruisers and the OG writer of Iron Chin singing a song that the Bruisers covered, uh, that the Bruisers uh, took as their own, but it's basically a cover song. (laughs) However, I know I'm building it up to be playing uh, the Bruisers Iron Chin, but I am not. (laughs) Nope, that's not the one. That is not the one. The, uh, the cover song I chose from uh, Dropkick Murphys is an old worker's folk anthem by Pete Seeger, the classic Which Side Are You On? And I've, I was introduced to that song by uh, Dropkick Murphys, and I'm assuming, oh, yeah, it's a working man song. You know, of course, Murphys wrote it. They did not. This was an old school uh, folk artist back in the, uh, I want to say the uh, 20s, the 30s. It was around the time when the Great Depression was yeah. at an all-time high. I looked it up, and I wasn't sure. I didn't have time to go listen to that original, but, uh, yeah, it was something like that, 20s or 30s. Yeah. And it's just, uh, oh, boy, it is an intense song. It is just so somber and so, like, uh, and just so direct and eerie. <laughs> I'm like, damn, this is such a, well, I mean, a depressing song. <laughs> but... You know, considering the context of what, when it was written, yeah, it makes sense. But Dropkick Murphys, they they take it, and of course, they spruce it up. They make it a little more 
exciting, a little more urgent. We give some oomph to it where it's like, come on, guys, the shit's still going on. We need to be a little more aggressive about it. Right. So, yeah, with that being said, here is Dropkick Murphy's Which Side Are You On, Boy? Which Side Are You On? song and it's a classic message workers unite you have more power than you think you do right oh yeah and leave it to the murphys to really just uh, give it a more more of a sense of urgency behind <laughs> it so so yeah i love that cover i love a lot of murphy's uh, covers that i've heard yeah, especially having uh, seen many of them myself <laughs> and yeah that's it Murphys are Murphys. Murphys do what they do. God, they've covered a lot of shit. Right? So, so yeah, that's what I got to say about that. Awesome. Well, uh, we're wrapping up the show. We each have one track left that we're going to add. I figured I would add a holiday track, as it were, but not a Christmas holiday track. A traditional New Year's track, that a track that people typically play as the New Year is counted down. Old Lang Sign is the the name of the track. Uh, I don't even know who it's. A old English song and it goes way back. It goes back to like the 1500s. That's been sung. Yeah, 
Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to pass? Right? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Well, a band from Spain, Rough Law. They are really awesome. I like this band a lot. Uh, they released this cover on Pacto de Sangre, and it is pretty dang cool. I like it. That was a split I think they did with Daga, D-A-G-A, and that's how I'm wrapping up the show. So let's get into some old leg sign. I mean, the New Year's not quite here, but it's coming. So, well, I mean, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. There you go. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Old Lang Sign. This is uh, Rough Law. in an instrumental cover song. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, Rough Law, they're from Madrid. That's, that's what it is. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that one. Uh, we have one left. Yes, we do have one left. We're going uh, back into the deep annals of uh, rock and roll. Okay, well, not so deep, but deep <laughs> enough. We're talking about a song from a band from the 60s. And it's a song that has been covered a, a few different times. But I'm sure. I have never expected a band like the unseen to cover this one. Right? They did a great job, too. I love this They track. did do a great job. As I was saying earlier, like Dropkick Murphys, they were covering a lot of songs that were uh, more rock and roll based as well right. as punk but and folk based. But 
I mean, you listen to Dropkick Murphys, a lot of their songs are, they sound like Heartland rock with, uh, you know, bagpipes and accordions and whatnot. <clears throat> but, so to hear the Unseen take a classic Rolling Stones song and put it to their style, that is a sight to be seen, or rather right. heard. So if you, if you guys are remember, if you guys remember uh, the Unseen with uh, State of Suffering, I believe that's what it was. No, State of Discontent. I think that's right. Yeah, State of Discontent. Yeah, oops. <laughs> but yeah, the final song on that record is their cover of Painted Black. And that threw all the street punk listeners through a ringer. I know it certainly did me. It's like, here I am listening to the previous uh, 12 or 13 some odd tracks of just like this screaming, you know, spiky jacket punk just going like, yeah, motherfucker. And then how do we end it? I see a window and I want to paint it black. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they do it very well, and I can't fault them for that. And it's just weird to hear his vocals all like a reverby. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, this is just all echoey. I kind of like it. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, uh, as they ended their album with, uh, with this song, let's end this bonus episode with it. Here is... Paint it black.
Yeah, quite a shift from uh, both ba- from both parties involved, right? Yeah, you made the room, you made the Rolling Stones heavier, and you made the unseen a little more melodic, <laughs> <laughs> a little softer, if you will. Right. But they but they blended together so uh, meticulously that it just comes across so so smooth. It's like, yeah, I can get behind this. <laughs> so yeah, there is just a. A fraction upon fractions upon fractions upon decimal points with multiple zeros in front of them of the punk rock cover songs that we that we dug up for this episode. Absolutely. Hope you've all enjoyed it. Thank you for tuning in all the way up to this point. Uh, go check out the covers. If you're in Salt Lake on the 17th, go check out Friendsmas. Go check out uh, the episode I did with CJ and his band Racist Kramer. They did a cover of Taylor Swift that we included on that episode. If you want to check out that episode last month on Punk and I Worldwide, a lot of covers. Those bands will play covers. Go support all the charity shows in your neck of the woods if you're not in our neck of the woods. Which, which Taylor Swift song was it? Uh, shit, I forget. I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I for. Uh, I go out too late. <laughs> I don't think it was that one. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, Stay tuned for, uh, yeah, the next one. Play the fucking outro.